0: We've got a Oscar special today. We do. Oscar's Biggest Mistakes, and we are going to talk to the author, Eric Litt. This is a man that is more
1: passionate about movies mm. than anyone I have ever met, other than... Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Minutia Celebrity Interview is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show.
0: We <laughs> are
1: the hosts of Minutia Men. I'm Rick
0: Kemper. And I'm Dave Stern. I'm German. I'm Jewish. I have three sons. I have three daughters. I'm a Cubs fan. I'm a Sox fan. I have hair. Minutia Men and Opie Show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Celebrity. Interview. Interview with Rick and
1: Dave. Dave, we have a, uh, an esteemed author on the line with us. Uh, he is the author of a book called Oscar's Biggest Mistakes, mm-hmm. which I have here in my hand. A Superfans guide to the Academy Awards, 1969 to 2021. And uh, we are on the eve of uh, the Academy Awards for uh, 2022. And so we're going to talk to him about that. Um, but first, I, I wanted to ask you a, a question, Eric. If are you, you are there, aren't you, Eric? I haven't heard yes, any Yes, I am oh, here. Okay, yeah, good.
0: Just wanted to make sure. Because <laughs> that would have been Rick and Dave's biggest mistake, <laughs> D- doing the interview and not having a guest. That would be... No, I was just waiting for this great
2: intro. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, listen, um, I want to ask a question that will get into the nitty-gritty of how it is that you, Eric Litt, wrote this book and what it is about your background that has allowed you to see virtually every Oscar nominated film in the last 50 plus years.
2: Um, well, let's see. I probably a lot of years of a lot of bad grades in school, um, <laughs> because I spent a lot of the time in front of the tube. Um, well, you know, it basically, you know, being a fan, you just kind of sponge off all this stuff. And, um, you know just something i really enjoy and and you know with my job i'm able to to watch a lot of stuff That's um that's not, what some, I'm looking not for. so much yeah not so much right now i mean right now i i don't exactly i don't work with movies right now but um, i've been with wgn for 29 years my first eight years of that were uh were editing film for for wgn tv so what we so we used to run back in the early nineties. We used to run a lot of movies on channel nine. We'd run them at 1130 at night. You know, we'd have the news and a couple sitcoms and we'd run the news. Then we'd run a movie and then we'd run re- another, run another movie late at night and we'd have movies on the weekends. It was primarily sports and movies. We didn't run as nearly as much news as we run now. And so there was a lot of work to do. And um, so I was hired as, as a film editor and I would, have to watch a lot of stuff and which was you know perfect for me because that's you know I enjoy it and so I did that for eight years and you familiarize yourself with with film and then when I moved down into the programming department um, I was given the task of uh, being the programming coordinator for this tv network which is a 24-hour movie network and we primarily worked with the uh w with the mgm library mgm television owned the uh network but we operated it and we ran it on one of our digital multicast channels which was uh 9.3 or something like that and so my job was to i was basically given the keys to the car so because because I, I like that stuff and, and because of the background I had, they said, you know, my boss said, okay, this is yours. You go ahead and put the schedule together. So MGM would give me a whole bunch, about 500 titles, and I would go through them. And uh, some of them I'd have to watch, familiarize myself with, and I'd put a schedule together. And, and so that was another way to familiarize myself with, with all this stuff. And MGM, you know, they go way back. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to watch a lot of stuff um, that I hadn't seen before, but it was actually good prep for for this book because there were some films I had never seen before. There were some good There were some Westerns in there. There were some Academy Award movies out, in there. And, uh, and it was awesome. It was nice to refamiliarize myself with some of that stuff. So, you know, all of that. So my job helped me yeah. um, with with writing this thing. And also just you know I' the best the best pictures I've, I've seen most of them. I had already seen most of them. You know I had seen Midnight Cowboy. I had seen um, you know going back to 69. I had seen that film before and plus we had, we had carried on this TV even, and I'd seen Deliverance and a lot of the films from the 70s, those were the ones I had to really go back and watch. but um, fortunately, I would seen most of them. It was the, the tricky part was the uh, the best actors. The best acting categories, because there were some really smaller films in there that I'd never even heard of. And I had to go back and check some of them out. And and some of them I just kind of blew off.
0: (laughs) Honey, honey, I can't I can't go to your mom's house for dinner tonight. I got to watch blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd love to be there. I got to watch travels with my aunt tonight. So I'm not going to be able to go
2: to Passover dinner. So sorry about that. I got eight.
0: I got eight heads in a duffel bag. I know it wasn't nominated for anything, but I want to see Pesci's work, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so March 20 So this is your busy season. This is like a uh, you're like a an accountant during tax time, right? I mean, in March 27th, just what is that next? Yeah, it's uh, coming n- up next, next week. Again. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, it's coming up. And you know, in yesterday, I just entered a. um You know, the other big thing going on right now is March Madness, mm-hmm. and people are talking and people are asking me to join their their March Madness pool. And I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. You know, I don't know one from the other. And until I had kids in college, I never pay attention to any of that stuff. But, you know, that's that's the big thing that's going on right now. So I just filled out a ballot. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know which one is the Illinois in it. Illinois, isn't it great? They're going <laughs> to yeah. go all the way. Yeah. Uh, whether they do or not, I don't know. Do not, I don't, know. Yeah,
0: I don't right. know how to tell you this, uh, Eric. Yeah, but this made are it. they out already? <laughs> yeah, this, this is Eric's biggest mistake. Cause, cause, uh, uh, you know <laughs> Dave, Dave and I yeah, are they, both uh,
1: yeah. University of Illinois <laughs> 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 grads, and and uh, yeah, let's just say you haven't made a good call on that one. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, well, well I, I, I,
2: Like I said, I think I had Gonzaga to win the whole thing, but I got Illinois going pretty, pretty far in that, and you know it's the only school that you know i cared about was illinois right. so i just didn't know what i was feeling well out. i'm sure yeah. it'll work out fine for you kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. all right that's money well spent all right so let's just get to it we're going to give you a category we're going to give you the nominees and you tell us who who should win not necessarily who do you think will win well you can tell both but why don't we start rick you want to start with the first one yeah,
1: yeah. let's just go right and we also then after we uh after you tell us who's gonna win who who should win um, I want you to tell us the worst mistake that Oscar ever made in that category. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. Let's start with Best Picture. Now, wh- what are your thoughts about there being ten nominees yeah,
2: now
0: just, instead of five? That's crazy.
2: Um, you know, if it's gonna be fi- if it's gonna be f- ten instead of five, fine. I'd rather have it be ten instead of seven or nine or eight. It just I never really liked the that i'd rather have it be you know if it's going to be 10 fine make it be 10 you know and that also just gives a chance for some some bigger films to be in there you know it's like dune made the cut and i'm playing and i and i love dune so i'm glad it made it in there and i think if they did five movies you might not have seen dune in there so I, i don't mind 10 i just you know if I preferred it to be originally five, but if you're going to do 10, make it 10. I just don't like the eights and the sevens and the nines. Okay. But uh, who's going to win? I think it's going to be. Wait, 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 uh, wait,
1: wait, Oh, wait, wait. sorry. Wait, wait. Oh, Jump the gun there. Yeah, you you got to wait. I got to say what the nominees <laughs> right. are first. Yeah. Uh, right, not, go ahead. not everybody right, is go as ahead. much of a
0: dork as you are, so we're going to have to give you all the names here. All right, and, go uh, ahead.
2: Let, let's hear
1: them.
0: We mean dork in the nicest <laughs> yeah. possible way.
1: All right, so here are the 10 nominees. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up. Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Those are your choices.
2: Okay. Well, my who I think will win is going to be Power of the Dog. I think that one is the uh, – that's it, got the, uh, the front runner. It absolutely would not be my choice, um, but that is, I believe, the front runner. My choice would be Coda. Oh,
1: I just I saw that. That's a great movie.
2: Yeah, I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago, um, and I, I thought it was just terrific. Power, You know, it's you, you go into a show and you want to come out feeling good. You want to come out feeling, oh, wow, I just saw a really good movie. This is a movie I'd want to see again. And after sitting through Power of the Dog, I watched it at home on uh, Netflix or Amazon or whatever it was. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah. I I just didn't feel like I watched anything special. I mean, it was a good movie. It was it's well directed, it's well acted, it's a beautiful film to look at. You know, all westerns are, but it was just such a downer of a film and it's just like this kind of left me with just kind of like a a blah feeling. It's like, okay, this is, you know, all right. We're we're coda. Really, I felt something special coming out of it. And the other films, you know, it's like Belfast I saw recently. Belfast was good. Don't Look Up, I think, is overrated. It has some funny parts, but I thought it was kind of some goofy casting. Drive My Car is going to win Best Foreign Film. I love Dune, but I don't think it's a Best Picture winner. King Richard, I thought, was terrific. Um, Licorice Pizza, I actually, I have not seen Licorice Pizza yet. Nightmare Alley, I liked. And West Side Story, you know, it was, it was good, but um it didn't add anything new i mean if you want to watch west side story go go rent the 1961 original it's a far superior film spielberg gave it did it well but um it you, didn't you know, at least, uh, i didn't think it was anything all that wonderful i thought it was just uh you know yeah, it was okay yeah. it, it was it was a good movie i enjoyed it but it it didn't bring anything new to the to the movie and you know so which, so one, like, which yeah.
1: one is the one now, if you go back in history, there have been some obvious uh, mistakes in retrospect. To you, what is the most egregious best picture mistake?
2: Um, when everybody asks me that, I tell them the same thing. I always say it's Shakespeare in Love winning in 1999 for the movie year 1998. I just think that was a that i think that movie benefited a lot from harvey weinstein sending out a gazillion vhs copies to the academy of voters
0: uh and possibly politics and and possibly sending other stuff to hey hey no no yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, so
2: you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go there but i think you're probably right and it's just there's a lot of politics went into that year and um and and he's notorious for getting his films nominated and 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 he's been very good about getting many of his films to win as well, such as uh, The Artist and King's Speech. But I think uh, Shakespeare in Love was the most egregious. Um, you know, you just had for that to win over Saving Private Ryan just just doesn't make any sense. I mean, you just compare the two films, and you got a, a cute rom com, and then you've got this powerful war film that's just kind of. You know, the first 20 minutes will make you sick, but uh, but it's still really in your face. It's a powerful film. You remember it, and I don't remember anything about Shakespeare in Love that
1: <laughs> was like, me
2: made me want to just go, wow, Shakespeare yeah. in Love. Yeah, let's go. I, let's go I, to the Star. Let's go see uh, that movie again. You know, it's
1: like. I do think there no. was a nude scene with Gwyneth Paltrow. That's my uh, I, 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 that's no my I, 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 thinking on that. But uh, yeah. yeah, there I'm was. You. If
2: you want to see Gwyneth Paltrow's boobies go, <laughs> and then then you then you can watch Shakespeare in Love again. Ear, in a fake beard and mustache. It's just you know, it's it's a cute. Movie. She was great in it. I'll give I'll give her credit. She was terrific in it, and I absolutely think she deserved to win best pick best uh, actress. Um, no problem with that, but uh, not best picture.
0: Okay, Dave, next category. All right, Best Actor, and the nominees are Javier Barden, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. Now, that Denzel has had a pretty good career, hasn't he? Denzel Washington. Yeah, Denzel,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. The first time I saw him was in St. Elsewhere, and and he was pretty great in that show, too. Um, I think the smart pick is Will Smith, um, I don't really have any uh, other person that will win that category. You know, Benedict Cumberpatch could possibly sneak in, but I think it's Will Smith's time. Uh, he's been nominated before in the past, and uh, I just think it's his year. Um, he's won a bunch of – He's won the, he won the SAG, he won the Critics' Choice, and I think he's got momentum on his side. It's a great role. It's it's a it's a good movie too, and he's he's just great in it. I think it's Will Smith's year. Harvey, Harvey the other four actors all were were really, I didn't see tragic Day of Macbeth, but um, Andrew Garfield was was good. Um, he probably would have been my second choice. Um, Javier Bardem being the Ricardos, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Um, and Benedict Cumberbatch was really good, but I th- I just think it's Will Smith's time. Yeah. So that's smart money's on uh, the Fresh Prince.
0: Okay. okay, and now who's the best actor? The worst mistake Oscar made for best actor?
2: Yeah, I'm going to say it's Art Carney, going all the way back to 1974. Uh, Art Carney won for a movie called Harry and Tonto, and Harry and Tonto is a nice, cute little film about a, a man, an old man, and his uh, and his little companion pet. It's a sweet film, um, but he beat out. Al Pacino for the Godfather Part Two. Yeah, come on. And you know, know, and you know, it's like okay. Um, I don't know how many people have seen Harry and Tonto. Remember Harry and Tonto? I love Art Carney. I I, know I'm a big Honeymooners fan. I've got the whole series on DVD. You know, I think, but I would have given Art Carney a a career award for something else, Um, and just kind of like, you know, congratulations. You now you were nominated for this you know but you you got michael corleone here yeah. and yeah, and yeah. it's that's the best one and and uh, you know 3 years in a row pacino got stiffed and so that was that was probably the most egregious one they made up for it, you know, near down the line and for a scent of a Woman, but I think Al Pacino should have won that year, and that's the most egregious, in my opinion.
1: Okay. Uh, Best Actress. The nominees are Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer.
2: Okay, um... I think it's going to be. If you ask me a couple of weeks ago, I would have said it was going to be um, Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, but I don't think so anymore. My pick was always Jessica Chastain. I thought she would have been my. She was my personal choice, and now she's beginning to win some stuff, and I think she's the smart pick right now uh, for a movie called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. She is the best thing in that film. The Eyes of Tammy Faye is not a great movie. Matter of fact, it's not a very good movie. But she is terrific in that film. She becomes her. The makeup is fantastic. The acting is really, really good, and she is by far the the, the reason to watch that film. and And I think she deserves it. Jessica Chastain's been terrific for for a long time, and she she should have she should have been nominated a couple of years a few years ago for a movie called Molly's Game, where she played. Uh, that was an Aaron Sorkin film where she played a uh, uh, the, what was the character's name? Molly Bloom, who was a skier who, um, had an accident and she couldn't ski anymore. And she was broke. And she became a. Uh, she got involved with, in a poker game. She got involved, watch being the, the bookkeeper for poke for the for a poker player. And then she did, she really got into it, and she became a uh, she ran her own underground poker games, and she ended up getting into a lot of trouble uh, with the feds for that. And she ended up, I believe, she went to prison for it. But but that is a terrific actress, and uh, so I hope she wins for this one. Okay. And I also recommend Molly's Game for people who've never seen it before. Mm. The movie came out in like 2015, 16, something like that.
1: And the and the most egregious best actress.
2: Oh, I got to think about that for a second. Um Boy, I have to think about that for okay. a second. Uh let's let's move on cuz okay. I I don't want to I don't want to have a blank pause cuz I don't I don't I got to think about that one.
0: For All right. A We'll return to that. Uh, okay. Uh, Best supporting actor in the nominees are, um, is it Kyron Hines? How do you pronounce? I have no idea. Shire, Sh- 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 Charlie <laughs> Hines, whatever that guy's name in Belfast. Uh, Syrian Hines. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, Troy Kotzer, <laughs> Jesse Plemons, who I love, J.K. Simmons, who I love, and Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah, yeah. Um...
2: I believe it's going to be let's see. Well, again, a couple of weeks ago I would have said it was going to be Cody Smith McPhee and he could still win, but I think it's going to be Troy Kutzer for Coda. Yeah. Uh I think his his performance is a little bit more interesting. Um one, him being a deaf actor, I think I think he was is able to bring a different dynamic to a role that people are really familiar with. You know, it's like you've got, you know, this type of film that Koda is, you know, the father who is kind of like downtrodden, you know, it's like uh he he loves his daughter. You've seen this character in a thousand movies before, but but you know, but him being deaf, he just brought a different dynamic to it. And he was just such a, a great character, so very so likable. Um, you know, he's kind of like a sex crazed <laughs> Yeah. You know, he loved this. He loved to have sex with his wife, and yeah. he was very out there, very flamboyant. Uh, and it was just a, a more. It was a character that that I really enjoyed watching, and I think. Um, and he's got some momentum going. He just won the SAG, and he also just won the Critics' Choice. He did not win the Golden Globe, but I, I think the momentum's in his favor, and I think he's going to win. Um, and the other three, Jesse Plemons, I agree with you. He, Jesse Plemons is going to win at some point. He's getting yeah, great role after great role after great role, great. and and uh, he's just you know he, he used to be in a TV show Friday Night Lights. Oh, he
0: was fantastic. And, at, yeah,
2: at, and he's just keeps getting better and better, and, and he's getting plum some really plum roles.
0: I thought he and uh, uh, yeah, in Breaking Bad, he was just remarkable in Breaking yeah, Bad. Just yeah, just great. Loved that guy. Uh, okay, worst best supporting actor awardee in history.
1: Hey, we'll, uh, we'll just okay. go back to oh, 1969 because uh, that's that's what your book covers. You don't have to go back to <laughs> yeah 1933 <laughs> sure. or something. Billy Madison. Oh, well, you
0: know I... <laughs> and...
2: well, you know what? I can go back. I, could, I just thought of an a- a supporting actress. I'm going to say Renee Zellweger for but for the worst supporting actress for that year. You mean for best Cold actress? Mountain, for supporting actor? Okay. Oh, for okay. Oh, you're jumping right. ahead. You're jumping I'm ahead. ahead. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Okay, for the su- best worst supporting actor. Oh. Okay. Uh, Boy, I didn't know I was gonna be having to do this, uh, for supporting yeah. actor. I gotta have to go back and I'm put you and look on the grill stuff.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm All right. Well you know, luckily luckily there is a book out <laughs> called Oscar's Biggest Mistake, uh, uh, mistakes which people can pick up, and there are lots of answers in there. Uh, maybe too many answers, which is why you're probably struggling to
2: get. Yeah, just, you know what? Just get the book and you can answer that. You <laughs> that, can look it up for <laughs> yourself. Boy. That, it, that's being, the on, being on the spot like this is just, oh, you know what? I got a supporting actor for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, 19. I don't know if this is the worst one, but I think this was a career one. And um, in 2011, let's see, um, they gave it to Christopher Plummer for beginners. And I don't know if that's the worst one, but that's oh no, I got a worst one. I got one worse than that. This was um, 19 to 2006. I don't. This one when um, they gave it to Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine, and. And he's barely in the movie.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Uh, he, he's, 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 you know, it's a nice role for him, you know. But again, I think it was a career award. You know, I've got nothing against career awards because, you know, there's a time and a place for him. But, you know, you barely were in Little Miss Sunshine. What do you remember from Little Miss Sunshine? You remember the little girl. You right, remember right. Abigail Breslin. And she was the one that I would say was... She was the movie, and you remember the ending. You don't remember Alan Arkin in that film. Um, he's barely in it. He's in it for like maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes. And I think it should have gone to uh, Eddie Murphy for, for Dream Girls. He was the favorite coming into it. I think he did a fantastic job, um, and uh, he would have been my pick for. Her. I think that's a pretty egregious one for, for supporting actors, uh, Eddie Murphy losing to Alan Arkin.
0: That would be my choice. So that brings up a good point. There's there mm-hmm. is no constraint about it. you have to be in a movie for a certain amount of time to be considered. I mean, no, yeah. there isn't. Yeah, because no. I, I was an extra in a couple of movies, <laughs> and I'm thinking that you know, yeah. It's... How did you not get nominated?
1: That's that's a bigger <laughs> mystery. Yeah. All right, let's let's go over the last couple here real quick. We've got okay, best, sounds good. Best supporting actress. Uh, the nominees are Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst. In the power of the dog, and uh, 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 Juanu Ellis? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <Gloria>. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys Ellis. She goes by Gladys. Help help me on this one, Eric. How do you pronounce her name? Any idea? Um, Unjanu? Yeah. Let's see. Anjanu. Anjanu An- Ellis. Angenue. Yeah, it's
2: Anjanu. It. Yeah, and it's Anjanu Ellis. An- King Richard. And she's being Richard. She was very good. Yeah, but I th- think there's really only one pick for that one. It, this, is actually been e- this has been actually easier to figure out as the last couple weeks. Um, it's going to be Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. And when she wins, she's going to win for, for the same role that Rita Moreno won 19 in, in 1961. And so I think that's pretty cool. And she was very good. Yeah, and I got, uh, I have no qualms with that. The other actresses are were good too. Jesse Buckley, I don't know if you saw The Lost Daughter, but that's another film that's not exactly going to be, uh, you know, you, yeah, yeah, let's go watch that again. It's a good movie, but it's, you know, it's uh, kind of, until you get to the very end, it's about as depressing as you're going to get. I mean, she, it's not an uplifting story. I mean, it's got a nice little ending, but it's not, all that great. Um, And then Judy Dench is very, is unrecognizable in Belfast. She's really good. Um, Kirsten Dunst is terrific. And so is the actress from King Richard. They're they're all really good, but I think it's Ariana DeBose's time. I think she's going to win it. And I think they like the story of this honoring an actress, winning the same role. Yeah. For someone who wanted, I think that you know the the Oscars, the Academy likes stories, yeah, and so sentimental. That's, so that'll be a, sentimental stories, and and I think that's where that win's going to come from. I don't know if she was the best of the five, but I think she's going to win. And know I have no? I don't have any problem with her winning. I thought she was good.
0: C- can you bet on this? I'm I'm asking for a friend, but can yeah, I? Of can course. I, can
2: you can you can yeah. bet on anything?
0: Really? Yeah. All right, sure. So, yeah. You can bet so, on anything. Yeah. So mortgage on, <laughs> yeah. on Ariana got DeBose. A okay. little problem. Okay. Yeah. Got a All little right. problem. Right. Uh, best original song. Now, now, this
1: is one that you are really into. A lot of people don't really pay that much attention to this category. But, Eric, this is one of your favorite categories.
2: I love this category because it drives me crazy. Um they 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 nominate and give the winning song to so many crappy songs that it just <laughs> you know it just drives me nuts. And for for a period of time you had a sewing circle of Randy Newman, Diane Warren and Phil Collins get nominated and Sting get nominated every single year and it's it was a I, I, you can understand it. I don't the Randy Newman infatuation it's like did 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 Randy Newman have nudie pictures of somebody <laughs> in the academy because why is this man
1: he's got a friend getting and me. nominated yeah, yeah,
2: every yeah, yeah. single yeah. yeah he's got a friend in me or you know and he they love l a and they're short people. And it's just like yeah. unbelievable <laughs> that this guy gets nominated for every single. Uh. Every single year, not this you year. Make a Pixar. You make a Pixar film. It's going to be out there. But yeah, but not this year. He he. You didn't have it. Um, but they. Yeah, this category. I mean, I love it and I hate it. I have a love hate relationship with this category because <laughs> I love music, but I you generally hate all the songs they typically nominate. Um, year after year after year, say for like one or two. And the ones they award just always drives me crazy because they seem to give it to the worst of the five. You know, it's like the one song from Coco, which was drab, the song from L.A., la la land which was boring um it's just like i don't i don't know what take they it easy, do like,
0: it, it just drives me crazy <laughs> no, but as- <laughs> <laughs> so how'd your interview go but, honey? oh my god we opened up oh a ton of words with
1: you it. Up- <laughs> but now there's there's some big stars this year you got beyonce yeah this year and- is
2: great yeah this year is great i love the songs this year right. and you've got some big time artists i'm really looking forward to the category this year all right well let's
0: go over and be alive yeah, uh, this it. is uh beyonce yeah. and uh, no, no, that's Beyonce, right? Yeah. Uh, dos, that's Beyonce, yeah. Dos Racer uh <laughs> That's uh, Lin, Lin-Manuel Miranda, of course, from Hamilton fame. Down to Joy, Van Morrison. Boom, boom, that was my yeah. dad. Uh, no Time to Die, that is uh, Billie Eilish. Yeah. And, uh, somehow you do by, uh, there's Diane Warren again, Diane Warren. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Diane Warren.
2: It's actually sung by Reba McIntyre. So I'm, I'm excited because you can have potentially, if they all show up, Reba McIntyre, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Beyonce, Billie Eilish. And if they get Van Morrison to show up, that will be a coup because Mm. I don't think Van Morrison would show up to anything. Yeah. Um, but But my favorite of the bunch is, is, um, is the Van Morrison track down to down to joy. I think that's a great song and it's, and it's one of my, and that's, and it's the best of the five in my opinion, but I don't think it's going to win. I think the smart pick and I think the only true winner will be no time to die from no time to die, which was probably the best bond movie I've seen in a long time. Um, from with, uh, Billy Eilish. And I'm not even, I don't really even like Billy Eilish. I don't really get the, uh, the uh, the fawning over her, I think her singing's kind of—it's just not my thing. But but I think that the song's pretty good.
1: I think you might not be in the demo, Eric. I'm just <laughs> gonna—I'm yeah. just gonna, yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. guess right. that you are not yeah. in the demo. They don't the have Billie the Billie Eilish
0: demo, right? They—they the, <laughs> they don't have a picture of you on the wall going. <laughs> What would Eric think about this song? <laughs> Are we appealing yeah, to what Eric? This, <laughs>
1: what
2: would this 53 year old deadhead <laughs> yeah, think about yeah, Billy right, Eilish? Right, exactly. <laughs> by
0: the
1: way, I agree with you about Van Morrison. I watched uh, Belfast the other day, and the whole uh, film is Van Morrison songs.
2: It's a, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a greatest hits album. It's, it's Van- is the greatest it hits been. album. It's, 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 yeah. If anything, by the soundtrack, I mean, the, the movie's good. It's a good movie. It, it's, it's, but the soundtrack is, uh, you know, got every, it's like, there's like 10 Van Morrison songs there, and it's like, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, you're, soundtrack. and you're right. Sounds really good. You're right about him not likely. Showing up, but you know, if he does, that would be fun. um So yeah, and they'll probably get Smokey Robinson to show up and then uh, sing a song. Sing a song. <laughs> well, listen, you—you you obviously have already told us uh, some of the worst ones that won in that category. Oh, so I've—I've
2: should... I've, I've got the worst one.
1: Oh, there's I've one. got oh, the worst one. Well, yeah, I've
2: got—I've got the worst song. In my opinion, it's "You Light Up My Life." Oh yeah, which was the Debbie Boone song, which beat out. Um, this was i had to have been i think 1976 it beat out uh nobody does it better from carly simon oh. from uh the spy who loved me and, you know nothing against debbie boone yeah but you yeah. know it's i don't understand i bet i just don't understand i mean i know you light up my life was a, was kind of a big hit back then in 1977 i think i you know most people had to sing it in music yeah. class or something like that but it's it's yeah. not a very good song, and 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 uh, and to beat out nobody does it better, which is probably one of the three or four best Bond songs ever. You know, maybe you know, and then to make matters worse they had aretha franklin do like this jazzed up weird version of it during this during the show in a big lavish production number and it just sounded awful just just <laughs> make a, things even
1: worse you know what a bad so, combination yeah, that is yeah crazy. you
2: know she she jazzed it up and made it this big peppy you know dance song it's like this what are you bullshit. doing it's like it's like well, you know i'm sure carly simon's could bring her out there and sing it what, what's carly simon doing
1: you know, I've you, know got so
2: a, you could have had it could have brought her out there to
1: do that. I've got a uh, you let up your life story. Uh, John Landecker, who I, I worked for for many years. Um, he was on WLS when that song became a big hit and he hated it so much. In, in those days, they played the same songs mm-hmm. like every 90 minutes and he hated it so much that his program director, you know, demanded that he play it. And he said he would play it, but he would not play it all at once. <laughs> he played it in like 20 minute clips. Yeah, or 20 second clips v- for the whole so show. here's 20 yeah. seconds yeah. and so by the end of the show he had played yeah, yeah, the entire right. song but that's how much he hated yeah. imagine being a dj and have to in 1977 to that, yeah. and having to play that or billy don't be a hero yeah i mean that's yeah
2: it was feelings out around that same time It it's <laughs> yeah. like you you're yeah i mean if, if you were unless you played were a dj for a rock and roll station you're able to play led zeppelin the rolling stones and all that other goods The who and all that other good stuff i mean you know The pop music of the 70s uh, is not not too good yeah. well
0: you are you're our people yeah you you are by far the most passionate person <laughs> yes. about best original songs without question i've never met
1: anyone else who was that into <laughs> right, it but that is that's what we love about you that's what we love uh, about your book which is available i think uh i believe it's a little outfit here in chicago called eckhart's press if i'm
0: not mistaken before we continue any further with Minutia men's celebrity interview let's take a quick break We'll be right back.
1: All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of Coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear uh, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what? podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free
0: kicks a tony Lasano podcast Opie show on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits.com
1: we're back tell everyone where they can get the book uh, and 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 the best way to follow you if they want to find out more about Eric,
0: follow you on social media, not on a dark street. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, Well. Okay. You can get the book on Eckhart's on their Eckhartspress.com. It's available there. Yes. And I'll even spell it out for you: E C K H R T Z P R. Did I misspell it? (laughs) Did I misspell it? Okay. Well, I didn't know this was going to be a spelling bee. (laughs) Hold on. I didn't um, know math was going to be on this. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. Well luckily we can help I, you. Think I, I think I think can... I got it. Hold on. Hold on one second. I got I got, I got, I got okay. it. E C K H R No. H-A-R. No. E C K H A R T Z. P R E S S.com. You can get it there. You can also um if you see me walking on the street hunt me down. You can buy it from straight from me. Um you could also I'm also on Facebook. You could find me there. Um, and it's also I just uh, got into two bookstores you can you can get it at oh. the book bin in Northbrook and you could get it um, at uh, Roscoe books it's available there um so you can go right. you can go to those two places to get them one's in uh, Roscoe Village one is in Northbrook and,
1: and um, you know listen, so that's where you, you can, can get it you can hear uh you can hear in his voice how passionate he is about this subject and it translates onto the page right. beautifully in the book Oscar's big mistakes which uh we're very proud to have published and and thanks for being on the show, Eric. This has been fun.
0: Yeah, it's been great
1: buddy. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks. You can have me on anytime you like.
0: Hey, okay, how about March twenty seventh? We're taping another show at like seven thirty on March twenty-seventh. You you we'll, <laughs> we'll send you a calendar. We'll send you a calendar. Yeah, terrific. Thanks, Eric.
1: Hi, buddy.
2: Yeah. I don't think I think I'm gonna be busy that night. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks all all for right. having me on, guys. We all know right.
1: where you live. Uh, yeah, Talk to you later. Hi, <laughs> right, buddy. Bye bye. That's Eric lit. yeah. Litt. L I T T. And the book, Oscar's Big Mistake. So, special thanks to him. And and also, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano, with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H Uh Thank you to to uh, Ed Silla, mm-hmm. that distributes the show with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead, it just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. I'd like to thank the Academy. Oh, nice. <laughs> Very well done <laughs> <Thank> there. <you. laughs> uh, yes, and we'll be back again soon with another episode of Mandushavet Celebrity Interview. The
0: proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?
2: I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and my co host Luke Costable each week for the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, the podcast where two regular car guys talk about. What else? Cars. We'll tell you about what we've seen on the roads, what's happening in the industry, and share some great stories about our experiences in the automotive world over the past several decades. We guarantee it'll be fun, informative, and entertaining. It's the car. Our guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast,
1: an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.